In a world where coaches are still the main characters, the players are now legally chasing the ultimate bag, and the game of basketball is always the top priority, there is only one brand you can trust to help you wade through all the madness. Hey, I'm Tate Frazier from One Shining Podcast, and you can join me twice a week as we navigate the always entertaining world of college basketball. Every Monday, The Ringer's Kyle Mann helps me make sense of the biggest stories from the weekend. And on Fridays, we talk to our many friends of the program. We're locked in on the best postseason in sports. Make sure you follow One Shining Podcast on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. It's the Ringer NBA show presented by FanDuel. The second half of the NBA season is here, and you can bet on the action with an assist from FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, you can check out the new and improved Parlay Hub. Filter by odds, sport, and bet type to easily find the most popular parlays and same-game parlays all in one page. Plus, start betting on the Explorer page and the Pulse and bet live same-game parlays for every NBA game. So download the app today and bet with FanDuel, official partner of the NBA. The Ringer is committed to responsible gambling. Please visit theringer.com backslash RG to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen to the end of the episode for additional details. Must be 21 years and older and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit theringer.com backslash RG. This episode is brought to you by Sonic. Fuel up for game day and any day, really, at Sonic for a limited time. You can get the new $1.99 Sonic Crispy Tender Wraps. And trust me, you don't want to miss out. A crispy chicken tender and bold flavors like hickory barbecue and cheesy Baja. Crisp lettuce and melty cheese that make the perfect bite. So go get yourself some TLC, some tender love and chicken. And buy a $1.99 Sonic Crispy Chicken Tender Wrap today. Tax not included. Limited time only at participated Sonic drive-ins. What's poppin'? Real ones. Logan Murdoch here. Raja Bell there. Raja's currently staring through me because I asked him if he wanted or if he had his record ready and he took it as a personal affront. You're locked and loaded. Hello, Raja. I just think coming from you, that's rich. Like, what? I mean, (laughs) (laughs) forgive me. Uh, you know, for sure. How was your how was your uh your all-star? You know, I haven't seen you for a week. How was your time? There's, your son's getting a lot of offers here, you know. Your baby girl is out here kicking goals, you know. We're in the I'm middle just, of it, man. We're in the middle just, of it. The Bell household is kicking ass. How's everything going? Everything's good. Like it's been uh it's it's been fun. I I my season is over, so I get to kind of be at more of their games you know so i could go see ty and then play there they play friday night in the state quarters if they win they go to lakeland i get to go to zen's you know games and practices and see kaya play so i'm look i'm fired up man it's a good time of year um all-star weekend was cool i got to watch some of it with with zen the other two were out so it was cool i didn't watch the i didn't watch the game but we watched saturday night so that was what's up how did everyone react to this year's All Star Game in the, or All Star Weekend in the Bell household? Like, how did the kids react to it? Did you guys Did you guys have fun? Did you Did you What were you guys' impressions of the All Star Game? Yeah, I think you know I I get my pulse on what's going on with today's you know people that are in the streets, as you like to call it, from my kids. Right, so like it seemed like Saturday night they were into it. Like people were having people over to watch. 
the Saturday night activities. Can you dig what I'm saying? So there was there was something about that that was drawing the interest of of that high school kind of basketball kid. Sunday, no one gave a shit. I don't think anyone. Real talk, like there was no buzz. No one asked to go to someone's party or or have people over to our house to watch it. So. You know, there, there were workouts and shit that people were going to. So no one, no one really cared about Sunday, at least in our house. Saturday, you know, was cool. So I got to sit there with Zen and watch some of it. The older two were out. But but that's what it seemed, you know, that's what seemed to interest today's today's viewer. Saturday I mean, you You have been to, you know, the All-Star weekend. We talked about that in last week's episode. But, like, the biggest thing that we have been hearing over the last week, because there's nothing else to talk about in the NBA right now, um, is the perceived or at least like, you know, alleged lack of effort that, you know, that, that, uh, has permeated throughout the weekend. Is it, is it about the level of effort that you had back in your day or is it a bit, have we, have we, have we gone too far? We had like, we had front of the show DA talking about, we need to cancel all of this shit. This is ridiculous. This is just terrible. And wh- where are we at right now as an all-star, uh, weekend? I don't know. I can only speak for myself. Like when I, when I was asked to go shoot, I was there to compete earnestly. Like I was there to really put forth an effort and try to win it and put on for, for the sons and for, for myself. Uh, I, I think for the most part, you know, you, you saw that in, in, in the skills comp, I'm mean, not the skills competition. I'm sorry. In the, in the three point shootout and the, and the dunk competition to a degree, the, the skills competition is always one for me. Like you get a mixed bag. Some people look like they're there to compete. And then you got Anthony Edwards out there shooting shit left-handed. <laughs> What did what like, did you say when crazy. you saw? What did you see when you saw him do that, bro? Like, I, cursed, I know you could. Yeah, I cursed at the screen. Like I cursed out loud. Everybody was like, "What's wrong?" I'm like, "He's fucking shooting it with his left hand. Why? Why do it?" My wife was pissed. She was. She was like, "He he's got teammates." I was like, "Hey, I hear you. I don't. I don't know who but, was more pissed. You and your boo, or or Reggie Miller." Um, that in that moment, yeah. who do you think was more pissed in that moment? <laughs> Probably Reg. I mean, Reg was in the building, like you know, I I was sitting on my couch having a drink, but but uh, yeah. So, but the game itself, Logan. I mean, what are we doing? What are we doing? And I get it. Like I get it. People are there to rest, and you know, in, injuries are like the number one derailer of championship hopes, and you don't want to risk that in any way. Um, and so I understand it, but when when you are going out there and there's like one foul in a game and no one cares at all, that's just not for me, man. Like I'm not I'm not knocking it. I'm not mad at anybody for treating it like that, but I'm not watching that shit. I just feel like we have gotten to a point, and I've been th- mulling this over for the last week. I think that we have just gotten to a point where the next generation is taking over and they don't have for because Anthony Edwards said this even during the weekend. Like I'm, it's an all star game, bro. Like I'm not here to compete, dog. I'm just here to like, you know, I'm just chilling, right? Yeah. This is why y'all taking it so seriously. And the people that did take it seriously are getting old. Like LeBron's 21 years in, and we've had this conversation on the podcast where, like, I don't think LeBron, not necessarily LeBron, doesn't have the same respect. But it's different when year nine LeBron is like, yo, we need to pick this shit up as opposed or year eight Steph is like, yo, we we need to pick this shit up or KD is like, we need to pick this shit up versus now like the 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 guys are like the Jason Tatums and the Jalen Browns of the world and the Anthony Edwards of the world who are like, yeah, 
you know, I don't really like I'm here for shits and gigs. So I think yeah. we're, it's I think it's a it's a generational thing right now where like for whatever reason this generation just doesn't care. And now we got like ten more years of this. And I don't know if they're just going to be like, oh, yeah, we need to take it seriously all of a sudden, because I think it's ingrained right now in this generation not to take it as serious as previous ones. I would just I would just say that Le- LeBron, Steph, KD. Giannis, I would Giannis. Giannis I mean, was. if if like they they are participating in that, though, like they're participating in the lack of of. No, I get it. It might be age prohibitive for those dudes to be out there really competing on this weekend. Like, I, I understand that. So that's why I'm saying I'm not really mad at anybody. But if they were to go out there and not by talking about it, but by like leading by example, set a tone in an all-star game and just defend someone for a possession, guess what would happen on the next possession? Some kids would defend. Somebody would defend. Maybe not. We're not getting all 10 people out there playing defense, but somebody might. And maybe you go two possessions without anyone defending. But three possessions from now, you might get someone to defend again. And and it just starts with an ember. So, again, I would just say that, well, yeah, I get it where they're at in their career, what they've done. And ideally, you want the younger guys championing that cause. But they are actively participating and neglecting, like, to play hard themselves. So, you know, then there probably isn't any hope. Because all it would take is for those three to come out and say, hey, we're competing. Yeah. We're going to compete. And if you did that, the young guys, even even if LeBron is LeBron is LeBron, like if he's going to compete, you will get younger guys to compete with him. That's what that's what will happen. He will pull that along with him. If he got a couple of his buddies to compete and and I'm not saying that that has to happen. I'm just saying that if you wanted it to happen, that's what would have. That's how it would start. What was the most egregious play that you saw? Roger, that you I didn't watch that shit. <laughs> I refuse. I'm not watching it. Like there's, I'm not, I'm not watching. I'm not even, tur- I'm not even tuning in. There wasn't even, it wasn't even like a debate on whether or not I was going to go do X, Y, and Z or watch the all-star game. I didn't have anything to do and I elected not to watch the all-star game. Yeah. I mean, I got it full transparency. Like I watch. So usually with an all-star weekend, like All-Star Weekend falls on the it's not the midway point of the season, but it's like towards the end, right before the playoff push. So like for people that didn't go and I didn't go this year, I usually take it as like time like players do when they don't go to the All-Star game, right? Where you guys just take that time to like kind of take some time off and like not think about the game until you're, you know, it's a it's a weird type mini vacation. So what I do is like over the weekend, I will not watch all-star game stuff. Like I just won't do it. And then I'll get back into it around Monday, especially because we don't really have podcasts or anything. So I'll get back into it about Monday and get back into it. This was not a good all-star weekend. From everything that I've saw, from everything that was was transpiring, this just this didn't seem like oh a really God. good all-star it, weekend. Well, it wasn't. I mean, I'm going to just, <laughs> Logan, sorry. Let's just do it. Let's do it, bro. Listen, Let's do it. I don't think it was good. I was heated. I told you sitting there watching the skills competition when I saw the left when I saw the lefty I thought that was I was like that's just you're making a mockery of this shit like that's let's not do that just say I don't want to participate right nothing wrong with that just say I choose not to participate respectfully but I mean I was cool I was I settled back in I was I was like doing my thing watch the you know a three point shootout and you know I, I enjoy that and then the dunk competition came around their efforts to try to steal that dunk competition from Mac McClung. And give that shit to Jalen Brown for me was so obvious. <laughs> yeah. 
Do you know I don't tweet a lot other than my kids' stuff? Yes. I felt compelled to tweet. I don't know if it was the couple bourbons in or whatnot, but it was it was egregious because Jalen Brown is an awesome player. I'm a huge fan. He wasn't in the same stratosphere of dunks. And the scores, I kept looking like, is this happening right in front? Is this this is national TV? Yes. And yes. so that 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 bothered through so that 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 ended my night on the wrong foot too, because I was like, man, that was if Mac if Jalen could have just given him a little bit, they would have taken it for Mac McClung. Jalen was trying, dog. Jalen was trying. It was a futile effort for from from Jalen Brown, bro. Jalen tried so hard. Really bouncy and athletic, not a dunk competition. Like that's not dunk competition stuff, dog. Nah, and there's just not curiosity. And if this is a segment just bashing the All Star Weekend, that's totally fine too, because that's what <laughs> was deserved. Like I don't really, I'm not mad. At it, <laughs> this was not on the rundown. This wasn't on the rundown, but here oh. we are. I just feel like, like I mean, J- Jalen is he tried. Like is, this is what like this is what you want out of a out of one of your faces of the league, right? This is what we tell people. We want them to. You know, we want the Jalen Browns of the world. We want the Zion Williamsons of the world. We want these guys to participate in the dunk contest. But, like, we're at a bad state in the dunk contest when I'm not even trying to throw any disrespect. But when a G-leaguer, I know the league doesn't want a G-leaguer to win a dunk contest. You they, saw it. The, the, I, that's what I they don't want to happen, want bro. Him to win that, that. But yes. that's where we are in the All-Star Weekend right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is where we're at right now, bro. We're just the, the NBA. For everything, this is another thing. For everything that the NBA wanted for this All-Star weekend, they didn't get it, right? Like, they wanted effort. They did not get it. They wanted um, they wanted um, to grow the game for the WNBA, right? They fumbled that bag. We are, like, I don't need to go into the announcing and all that stuff, but y'all know what happened. They fumbled that bag, right? And then, we don't, I don't know, I haven't seen the ratings yet. But like this was something when this was not something you sell to potential TV partners and streamers, right? Like this is not something. This was not on a time where you're trying to openly negotiate in the open with with the Amazons and the Apples and the YouTubes and the Googles and the, all these things. This was not a great product. This was not what you wanted. And also on top of that, it was in cold ass Indiana, like. <laughs> No one really wanted to be there. Like, no disrespect to Indiana. The court was dope. The court was dope. There you I, go, Roger. I, it was my favorite part of the weekend was look, seeing what they did with the court. And even with the court, who was it? Was it was it Anthony? No, it was pa- uh, <laughs> it was Paolo Becaro who who missed like the didn't they went have the, the wrong uh, way? Went the wrong way when the court is showing you the right way to go to. Like it that might have been that been that might have been my favorite part of the evening was hearing the announcer. Like it might have been Reggie just say. Fa- like pay attention to the person in front of you, man. Cause that's my life with high school basketball, man. Just watch the mofo that went before you, please don't hop your ass up there and not know what's going on. Would you you give it like a C minus or a D plus Roger? Um, yeah, I'd give it a set probably a C minus. I'm not going to say, I'm not going to say a D C minus. Now going out of the, the all-star break, like I said, there wasn't really much to talk about and, and rightfully so, bro. There's nothing happening in the league, but Doc Rivers um, is getting a lot of vitriol. We've talked about this, but I don't want to. I don't want to make it into like a what I've been seeing from you know media about just a back and forth between Doc Rivers and another person and analyzing that. I just want to use this as a conversation to talk about the Bucks and changing a coach midway through a season 
right? And how we ta- we kind of warned about this and how this is bad. But right now, the Bucks are three and seven in their last ten games, going into a stretch run with a coach they don't really know, right? And then another thing that I keep thinking about with this is not only this is a coach that they really don't know, it is. Doc Rivers, who is a figure in this league, it is a another coach that the uh, the players have pushed for that has been unsuccessful for whatever reason, right? My question to you is, Raja, how how much? What does this say about player empowerment era? Because it also leads to coaches. What does that say about this? And how do you use that for actual team building? Like, should the Bucks front office be like, we're not listening to you guys anymore? Yeah, we're absolutely. not doing anything. We're we're yeah. Dame, we're, Dame, and Giannis worry about basketball. Like, just stay on the court. Where do, do you your where job? Do we yes, obviously, I wore my player hat for a lot longer than I've worn the media hat at this point. So, as it pertains to matters, player versus ownership versus. Management, I, I tend to fall on player side. Having said that, I, I I often bristle at the athletes who are upset when someone tells them to, hey, do your job. You know, don't worry about the front office and all that. Do your job. Because that's your job. Your job is to put the ball in the basket, to defend, to represent this organization, you know, in the right way, to try to bring championships home. Someone else has the job of putting the pieces in place, making the roster up around the star, finding the coaches that he thinks can push the buttons. Like that's someone else's job. So if we're in a well-run organization with good ownership, while this is collaborative and we will work together on certain things, we have to understand that everyone is here because we deem them the best at their job for us. And we're going to allow them space to do that job. Not just from the top down, but sometimes from the court up. Like, yo, just trust me, man. Like, I I got this. Now, again, it's not black and white. You have a Giannis. You have a LeBron. I've been in those meetings where you're deliberating, deliberating over, like, you know, how much input should LeBron have in this? Like, definitely prudent to run it by him. Get his you know, get, get a, get a feel for where his mind's at with this, but don't need sign off on it. Don't want to get in that kind of relationship where can't do anything unless, you know, like he gives the go ahead like that. That's a tough situation to be in. And so when you ask, it's a long answer to your short question. Should Milwaukee stop doing everything the players want them to do as it relates to coaches and whatnot? Yes. Cause what's going to happen This what's going to happen to your, whoever's making those calls is if it doesn't work the next time you're fired. And then you're going to be sitting there saying, well, none of that was my idea. It was, it was Giannis's idea. It was Dame's idea. Well, you're still fired. So if you're going to get fired regardless, and you've become a professional and, and have achieved all that you've achieved in, in the realm of general manager or what have you, that means that, that you've done some things really, really well. Why would you get to that point and hand over like your vision and, and that type of control and everything and have your job rest in the hands of fucking Giannis or Dame? I'm doing this shit my way, bro. If I'm going to get fired, it's on me. Yeah, and this is another thing that happens with, like, players and stuff. And I'm not saying this is going to happen with Giannis necessarily, but it definitely happened during LeBron's first, like, stint in Cleveland. And I can see this this happening with Giannis, where the player, 
makes all these rash decisions, right? Right. Like makes all ha, ab, abuses their power and then says, well, y'all didn't do enough. So I'm about to leave. Right. Like, or trade me. This is just, this is, this is, is what it is. I want to win a championship as opposed to actually working, like trusting your front office. Because I, I was, there was just a, a lot out there. I think Giannis did a, a piece with the athletic this week. And, um, you know, he's just talking about how we got rip Doc Rivers because he's Doc fucking Rivers and all of these different things. And we, 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 we can, we can, we can work all this stuff out and it's going to be fine. And it read like someone who doesn't, who was trying to search for the answers in real time. And that's not something you want to do at this stage of the season, Raja. Like, I don't, I kind of want to take the, the, uh, I kind of want to take the bucks out of my, like, my, the, you know, there's always a tier of trust level that you have about teams that are going to be in contention, right? Yeah. Like, I just don't think that there is enough based on, you know, Doc's track record, based on, you know, just how hard it is to have a coach midseason and make a run, uh, combined with the dysfunction of they just don't know what offense to play. There's just too many question marks that are right in front of people's faces. And I know we get caught up in the fact that they're the Bucks. They're going to, of course, they're going to be in contention. Of course, they're going to. But then you kind of start looking in, and there's so many cracks with this team, Raja. There's so much going on with this team that I just, I, I at this point, I just can't trust them going forward. I, I, I understand exactly where you're coming from. There's part of me that that feels the same way about ultimately trusting them to to be a championship contender. Um, I think that's prudent. I, I don't, I don't, I think I could go out. I, I could say I don't trust them to be a championship contender this year. That doesn't mean that the talent that they have on that roster, if they can figure it out over the next 10 to 12 games, couldn't get you close to that or maybe even pull it off. But I don't trust that you will. Does that make sense? And I want to be clear going back that like, look, Giannis and Dame, I don't know what they're doing with the front office. I'm not blaming them for anything. I'm answering the question as to whether or not the Bucs should create a vision from, from the top through the executive office and then try to execute that at the coach level with, with the brain trust upstairs more in control than the players. The answer to that is yes. Now let me go to doc rivers. I was wrong at least so far on doc being able to come in and clean this up a little bit. I thought that doc would have a lighter hand. Um, I thought that doc would be a, um, a little bit more, collaborative and that's probably not fair to Griff because I don't know that he wasn't I'm just I thought with with Doc's experience he would have the ability and he has the cachet in the room to be able to go in talk figure out what they liked from Bud what wasn't happening with Griff did they like anything from Griff scrap what they didn't like get back to what they did like I thought that he was going to be able to have more of an effect there and and he is responsible to some degree I'm just not in the camp of person that's going to hang that all on Doc right now. I'm not doing that. It it is it is hard for a head coach taking over a team in the offseason with one training camp to get ready for an NBA title run. That is really 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 difficult. Can be, can be done, but really difficult. It is like a whole nother animal to get that team on the fly right before the all-star break in the, like the most 
that is the most lethargic time of the year as a player. You know this, Logan. You've covered the league. Dudes are burnt out. Yeah. Dudes are burnt out. You can say what you want. Even all contenders. Like, we're going to start seeing in the next couple of weeks just some curious-ass losses. It's because... And then even from contenders because of that reason, I think you come back a little fresher after the break, at least for a while. Like there's a, there's an immediate reinvigoration right after the break, but man, going into that break eight to nine games prior to that break. Yeah. I mean, those, those, yes, that you are dragging ass. And so to be handed the team at that point um, on the fly, like that's a really difficult thing. And so while yes, I was wrong about what type of immediate impact he, he he would have. I think the jury is still out. I do. I think the jury is still out. How, how much time did they just have off, Logan? What, what's that? From Thursday? Like a week. A week. week. Let's say a week. Or no, let's say like six, six days. They started practicing last night. When would Doc Rivers have been afforded six days to sit and really, really brainstorm with people what's going on, how to fix it, where we need to start. When did he have that time having taken the job when he did? Here's another thing, Raja, a little another wrinkle. He was the all-star coach, right? Like, so just how busy that is. Well, yeah. I mean, so maybe not as much time as if he wasn't the all-star coach, but my point is in the midst of when he took over the team and I, this is going to come off as a defense. I'm not defending. I'm just explaining why it could be difficult. You just don't have the time. Yeah. Like you get, you, you come into it. You're like, all right, here are all the problems I see with the bucks. I see them all from the outside, right? And here's what I've identified as the problems and here's how we're going to approach it. And I had two days of practice and now we're in a game and you're like, oh shit, those weren't the problems in game. These are the problems in game. <clears throat> I have one day to try to fix that. I don't even know where to start really. Like, how do you fix that in a day? Like, I don't know. So you don't have the time to really create a, a, a structure and an environment to kind of, right the wrongs, if you will. I think given a little bit of a break and some space from it, he'll have an opportunity to do that. Now, I'm with you, though. I, 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 the reason I don't trust the Bucks is because I don't think this is a coaching issue. Yeah. This, this doesn't speak to coaching. You've been through three fucking coaches. Yeah. Like, this Same isn't a coaching shit. issue now. This is not a coaching issue. In the last issue. year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Less this than is, a year, you've been through three coaches. This is a player issue. Now, I'm not pointing at any one player in, in particular. I, 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 that would there's be, one, hey, there's one player to point to. It all, all leads to one player. I'm, well, I'll say it. You don't have to say it. It's Giannis. Like, you, have to, you have to just put it to where it is. Like, he is the center of this universe. He is, but I'm not there every day. I'm not there. I don't, I don't know. I, 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 I want to be fair. Like, I can't put a, the blame on someone. Without the only really- reason why I would put it on him is because he had a direct hand in every bit of the coaching changes that you described, right? Well, like he was the one that wanted Griff without actually even knowing him, right? And then right. he says, oh, this isn't working. Let's go get Doc, right? After, like Bud, man, Bud just making himself a lot of money right now. I'll tell you that right now. He is making a lot of money just sitting down, just chilling out was, this season. I thought that was so silly, man. Not to just, I, I think, I mean, go back and listen to the pod. I was like, what, what in the hell are you doing? Like, why would you fire? That is so stupid. And then putting a and like Griff, like obviously Griff is one of your your partners, and also like he is he he is. I think he is the victim this year of just wrong opportunity. And like, absolutely, you as a coach, there's only thirty jobs in this league, especially when you know person of color. It's even less than that, right? Like, it's that these jobs just don't come. At, like, 
it also is a once in a lifetime opportunity to coach a generational talent like Giannis. You say yes to that, right? Like you just don't say yep. no. But like he probably would have been better suited with a younger team, right? Absolutely. And so on paper, that was just a this was there were going to be growing pains in general. And now we're seeing just the worst case scenario of of how this could go. When you could have just stayed pat and stayed with your guy. And I know hindsight is twenty twenty and all these things, but in the moment, that was just a terrible decision. It's not even hindsight, man. That's everyone who didn't know that. If you hey, if you were screaming they need to fire Bud, then holla at me. Hit me. Hit me on something. There was a lot and of people and screaming you need to fire Bud. There was a lot of people saying you need to fire Bud. There was well, a lot of people on the know, on the on the keyboards with their I'm not, with their Roger, let me go in on these people real quick. There was a there was a lot of people on these keyboards with the videos talking about, hey, man, you see his sets being bad? Stop it, bro. Like, listen. Oh, okay. I mean, I, you know, I'm not tapped into what everybody's got out here and who's got an opinion on what. Like, I, I find that the opinion-based dudes, like, I, that's that's really interesting to me. But, I mean, you lose credibility with me. That That's a, that's a silly thing. Like, unless, you know, unless you told me you were getting Greg Popovich or, or Eric Spolstra, can you dig what I'm saying, Logan? Unless yeah. you unless you were telling me that, then then miss me with that. I would just say this because you, you you said Giannis has to be responsible because some of the coaching stuff agreed. Like if if he's if he's got his hands in all of these these coaching changes, then yeah, I'm not going to absolve him of of the responsibility or at least some of the the culpability um, for where they're at. This is what I do know, and I say this to my my sons all the time. If wherever you go, some shit is dysfunctional, it says less about the places and more about the person that's at each place. What's the common denominator in all of those places? So, you know, I caution them on that. Like if things don't go well on a team or something happens and, you know, we have to switch programs, that's cool. But we can't go to another program and shit didn't work out there because now... That's telling me something about one of you little jokers more than it's telling me about the, the first or second program that it didn't work out at. Can you dig what I'm saying? So you got all these coaches coming through and we're still playing uninspired and we still have lethargic outings and fuel. I mean, fires still seem to be hard to light under your, your butts to play. You, you, the messaging and the str- strategy that coaches are trying to use to put you in the best position to win is being balked at and pushed back against that says less about all of them damn coaches than it does about the duels that are being coached if this all blows up in milwaukee's face what do you do this summer right like do you do you reevaluate you say hey man we got it this hasn't been whole doc rivers is your coach right now like let's just try to figure out one more season with this let's let's see how we go like how what are the changes that would need to be made if this all goes to shit, Raj? You tear it down to the studs. Like, so what, like, what does tearing it down to the studs mean, though? I mean, not, yeah, it's probably that was poor, <laughs> poor um, podcasting. Except for Giannis, right? That's, a, that's, that's one of your studs. Do you trade Dame or something? Do you fix, like, do you trade, do you redo the bench? Do you get rid of Middleton? Like, what do you, do you, yeah, what like do the, we middle, do? the Middleton piece, yes. Um, I don't know. Again, you're asking me on the fly, like for the listeners here, you know, I'm not like a capologist. I don't know what Dame's contract is like and stuff like that. So I I don't know where you're at in that deal. Right. But I would say you're keeping Dame, you're keeping Giannis, you're keeping, you know, I like Bobby Portis personally, but everything else is negotiable. 
Yeah. Like we we just need we need we need new pieces around what we think are like elite players for what they're asked to do. Cause I say that because like Bobby Portis is not an elite player, but for what he's asked to do, I think he's pretty elite. Do you know? But yeah, ev- everything else, let's do it. We got we if, if it falls apart, like I don't think they're falling apart like necessarily. You know, like if you if you don't get to the championship, I don't think you have to do that. If you're like, you know, but if it falls apart and they are performing sub 500 through this next couple, you know, months of the season and it's just turning into a catastrophe. Like, yeah, man, that's where you're at. The Bucks are just such an, an interesting place too. like, but I, on one hand, like I can see them falling, cratering and all those things for the reasons that I uh, mentioned, but I can't play Polarage and play devil's advocate right here. Right? Yep. There's so much noise around the Bucks, right? And what do we always talk about with noise? It kind of brings the team together in certain instances, bro. Like right now, you got you got Doc going in a proxy beef with <laughs> with JJ Reddick, right? And it's like one of the biggest. It's one of the, if not the biggest, stories in the league right now. And a lot of that has to do with the fact that there's nothing else to talk about in the NBA. But like you have all these things, and that usually puts like puts a locker room back together, right? Like where you're just like, man, we're gonna rally around this dude, Doc. We're gonna figure this shit out. You know, Pat Beverly even on his pod was over here talking about how it's gonna rally the team. There's a there's a world where this does also work out. I know we went in oh, there yeah. bashing him, but like there's a world where this works out and everyone galvanizes and like because the talent is there. And Doc Rivers is a good coach, man. He's one of the no. all time greats. I I agree hundred percent. Listen again, like I said, very difficult for him to do or or to to write that ship at the point in the season where he was handed the the wheel. Yeah. Coming out of the break, giving some time and some of the outside noise could galvanize you for sure. Um so I think that's definitely a possibility. And and I would just say to the point I made before, like this this isn't this isn't catastrophic. It's real though. This is a player issue. So to have the type of response that that you're saying is possible, and I believe it to be possible too. That starts with the players. That starts with, hey, man, whatever type of meeting slash dinner slash just a couple nights of of having a few bottles and really just playing some cards, whatever that looks like to you guys, like we have to, we got to be better. Like Doc's going to do what Doc does. Like, but Doc don't play in the games. Like Doc does not play in the games. So we have to be better out there on the court. Like our effort has to be better our effort to execute what we're asked to execute has to be better. And if they do that, ain't no, you know, there's no reason why they can't. They're super talented. See what happens. Take a quick break. And uh, I'm going to have Raja answer some questions about the final stretch of the season. This episode is brought to you by Sonic. Fuel up for game day and any day, really, at Sonic for a limited time. You can get the new $1.99 Sonic Crispy Tinder Wraps. And trust me, you don't want to miss out. A crispy chicken tender and bold flavors like hickory barbecue and cheesy Baja. Crisp lettuce and melty cheese that make the perfect bite. So go get yourself some TLC, some tender love and chicken. And buy a $1.99 Sonic Crispy Chicken Tender Wrap today. Tax not included. Limited time only at participated Sonic drive-ins. This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. If you're busy like me and you're trying to catch your kids' games... It's important to have somewhere where you can go to find a good hotel. We're all over the place. Sometimes, you know, we're in Florida. We'll be in New York. We want to take the wife on a quick vacation and get away. Whether you're looking for a relaxing getaway or heading out of town to see the playoffs, Hotels.com app has a perfect hotel for every trip. 
Compare up to five hotels side by side so you can see prices, amenities, and star ratings without having to switch back and forth between options. So start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app today. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Get buckets with your first bet on FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Because right now, new customers can get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. Let's look at tonight's games. We have the Magic and the Cavs. I'm really having a hard time with this. I'm going to take the over. Pistons, Pacers. Wow. Pistons aren't looking too good right now. I think I'm going to take the over and Pistons winning. Why not? Suns, Mavs. Excited to watch this one. Going to take the under. Wow. That's out of characteristics for me. I'm not used to doing that. That's 150 bucks if your bet wins. Bet on all your favorite NBA players and teams with quick bets, live same-game parlays, exclusive props, and more. Just visit FanDuel.com slash RingerNBA and shoot your shot. FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NBA. Must be 21 years and older and president select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit TheRinger.com backslash RG. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. And we are back. Before we get into questions, Roger, I just wanted to tell you, man, I got reminded yesterday of why I'm a writer and not a basketball player. It was a court near the crib. I was like, you know what? Let me go shoot some hoops. Uh, let me go. Let me go see what it, what it's like. Let me go. Let me see what the jumper's looking like. Broke ass jumper. Broke ass jumper, bro. You guys make it look so easy, man. I was like, I was trying to do a couple euro steps, right? Like, ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh. One, it was a combination of being out of shape, and it was also mixed with I ain't shot in years, mixed with I'm trash. Are you are you right? in a are you in a game or are you just? I was just shooting by myself. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Just shooting by myself, right? Yeah. Like you know, thinking I, I, you know, it. On sometimes it was cash, but like other times it was just like just ass. So just like I just. I'm really glad that I chose this profession because, you know, as kids, we can really trick ourselves and say, yo, I'll go to the league. If I if these three things happen, I could have went You know, I could have really been something. Yeah. Nah, no. Yeah. Well, I no, mean, it was, it was, no, it was, no, I just wanted to let you know that. Just like, I, just, I appreciate your honesty. I mean, full disclosure, if I went out back right now and laced them up, it wouldn't it wouldn't be pretty. So don't feel bad. For sure, I think you could still beat me one on one though. Like I think, I think that would, I think that would happen. Yeah, I don't think um, you score in a one on one, dog. Yeah, you know what I mean. You got paid, <laughs> you got paid millies to be able to play defense. You know, you're one of the best defenders we've ever had in the game. So weird flex, but okay. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I don't think I don't think you score in a one on one. Hey, hey, right. hey! I'll tell you this though. Right. I'll tell you this. 
If we if you needed a um if you needed twelve hundred words on deadline, I bet mm. I kick your ass. You'd have them. I wouldn't score in that. <laughs> I bet I kick your ass. Believe that. Um, <laughs> let's 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 ask some questions that will define the backstretch of the season. One, mm. I want to. This is something I've been thinking about, man. Let's go to the Boston Celtics, right? Who is a favorite among the site? If they don't, they are currently sitting at number one. Um, they have a full six game lead. On the rest of the Eastern Conference, um, twenty six and three at home, just just a juggernaut. Yeah, we have seen this before, right? They have the path to another championship laid out in front of them. They are the best team in the league. If they don't win this season, they uh, they're gonna go. They're gonna do the repeater tax. They're gonna have the repeater tax in about two years, where you know. Jalen Brown's contract is insanely huge. It's gargantuan, right? If they don't win it this year and compete again next year and at least win in the next two years, are you breaking that team up? What are you doing with that oh. team? If they don't win in the next two years? I wanted to be say like this year, do you do you make significant changes? But I mean if I, I think I think I would give I, don't, them, I think they have two more years in this window. I yeah, I don't think I think they figured this out. I don't I think, think I make significant changes after this year. Um Yeah, I don't think I can do that. Just you were right there. Um it's been the best regular season. The group seems to play well together. I mean, I've got five guys out there that can get a bucket and defend. Uh like that's rare. You know, like to have two-way guys across across an entire lineup. I mean, think about that. Tell me, tell me what other team, any team that has like true two-way guys, like a bucket or a stop guy, not a guy who can hit a shot, not a not a dude who can hit a shot. I mean, a, a dude who could get you a bucket, but can yes. also stop. Like so, they th- their nucleus is really strong. I don't blow that up if they don't win a championship this year. Now yes. you start kicking the can a couple years down the road. And we've got some real financial ramifications and we still haven't won anything. That's, you know, I'll talk to you about that. Like, that's another conversation. But no, man, I think I don't I don't think that if they were to fall short for some reason this year that I, that I would be looking to make any major moves. I'm always looking to get better around the edges of that. But yeah. but nothing significant. I mean, I'm just saying this because, you know, they obviously have they're going to be in salary cap hell in a couple of years. Like with Porzingis on the roster. With Jalen Brown on the roster, with uh, I mean, Jason Tatum seems to be the untouchable one, you know, no matter what. Like he's in that Giannis, that LeBron, that uh, Steph, that uh, he's in the untouchables. It seems like, um, and so that's just going to be interesting to to see because I mean, it's interesting that we still have this conversation. This isn't just a real ones conversation. I think people like people are circling the wagons. There's some ringer. Uh, podcasts that have just broached this topic, um, it, it, just breaking up these Celtics. But at a certain point in time, no, Raja, they got to get going. Like the 2022 finals run did happen. Last year's disappointing run was kind of, I think, more illustrative of what this team has been. And I've criticized this, criticized this team in a lot, in a lot of ways um, because they aren't the team that seems to be able to finish the job. Now, 2022, you could say like, oh, they wanted to a veteran team, but that Miami Heat loss was just unexcusable. And so they have a lot to prove this season. The fact that we're having this conversation proves what they need to do. It seems like they have the championship roster. 
They have all these things. It is championship or bust for them right now, Rob. Because we're not in that era, though, anymore, Raja, where it's like, yo, Stockton and Malone are going to play for 12 years. Like, it's not, we're not in that era. People want to figure this out. They want, they want champ, it's championship or bust at this point. This is just the era that we're in. I don't, but I don't think, I don't, I don't all the way agree. I, I think that they, it is, there is certainly a ton of pressure to win a championship for them. They are, they are in that window. Um, but because you overhauled it to a degree and you just brought in Drew and you just got Chris Stapps, like this year, I think when you make moves like that, it can it can extend the the window being open in in a way not just not just from like an on the court, but from a understanding of what it takes to 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 kind of make all those pieces work together. The experience is needed. I don't see last year's loss to the Heat, albeit a a bad and a disappointing loss for the Celtics, and you know I'm on record criticizing a bunch of people for for what happened there. But I mean those were some weird circumstances you had people from the heat just doing things that they'll never do again you know what i mean like no seriously they ran into just this weird you know moment in time over a course of what like 10 days to two that's weeks like when of, you catch me in, that's like when you catch me in miami raja and i hit like three threes and i beat you you know like it'll never happen again i, I mean yeah it, it, th- yes it would be like that they'd be like yo that that never and so I mean, super disappointing and obviously like a lost opportunity for the Celtics, but I'll give you one of those. I'll give you one of those without hitting the panic, the, the panic meter, right? And so they went back to the drawing board and they they made some savvy moves in the offseason. Like those, the, the additions of Drew and, and Chris Stapps have just been major. And uh, I, I just don't see it being championship or bust. Like it's championship in the next two years or bust. But I don't think it's championship right now or bust. And I fully expect them to have a real opportunity to win the championship. I just wouldn't panic if they got really close and didn't win it this year. Uh, fellow real one, Howard motherfucking Beck, um, just wrote just in general about this on the ringer.com. So you guys should go check that out. And just more than anything, that, well, as I get to the next question, we're going to start seeing a lot of teams start to shed salary in the next couple of years just because of just how high priced these rosters are, man. Like we're gonna see a, 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 a we're gonna see a pullback to the other side of the pendulum, and it's gonna be interesting to see. Second question, Raja, that I have for you: the Timberwolves—they seem to are in your mind right now. Are they? And this might be a bit of a real or no real question, but are they? What is going to be needed for this team to be more than just the? Oh man, this is just a cool like number one seed, and like it's cute that they're they're here. They have a young team. They have a, a young roster. They're ahead of schedule. This is great. We all know this is going to happen. What's going to be the difference between that version of them versus the championship team that they want to be? I mean, they're the best team in the league defensively right now. That is something that travels. That is something. That is something that is sustainable. That is you rarely come out on nights when defense is your calling card and go have the the to use it like the the over 22 night shooting threes you don't do that as a defensive team right yeah. so like that offensive team that over 22 you can't overcome that the team that plays defense they that's more solid like that's a more solid sustainable thing so let's start there like if you're that and you've got remarkable offensive pieces like ant who i think like i heard a conversation today about face of the league 
you know, moving forward. And there's some real candidates out there, but he never gets mentioned in that. And I think that's, uh, that's unfortunate. Hey, you know, it's funny. He's definitely pushing his own agenda to be facing the league. I saw the Vanity Fair piece. I see what you guys are doing. I had a big Vanity Fair piece about him being that face of the league. His people are trying to make that Well, good for them because the talent, the talent and the ability is all there, right? And so when you've got that, you got Cat that can get a bucket. Here's, here's the problem with them. Like they, it's not a problem. They just have to hit their stride offensively as a team. Yeah. Not, not as individuals, right? Like th- they have some great, and in the playoffs, you've got to have dudes who can go get a bucket. Cat can get a bucket. You know, Ant can get a bucket. Those two specifically with the best of them. But they need to hit their stride as an offense where they're getting, you know, like analytically speaking, their, their offensive efficiency is, is getting better, right? Yeah. Like they're middle of the league right now you know, 17, 18, something like that. Like, we just need to be getting better. We need to be firing on all cylinders as we get into the playoffs. And if they can do that, and it doesn't have to be, like, to, like, the best offensive team in the league. Like, I'm talking about, you know, get up to 12, get up to 13, get up to, you know, in and around that range. And and now we're talking, though, real talk. Last question as we go to, and hopefully, Raja, maybe we have a show next year. I'm just putting that out there in the universe. You know, next year at uh, in the Bay Area, for All Star mm-hmm. Weekend, maybe we take mm-hmm. you out. Maybe we bring you out to the Bay Area. You know, maybe we bring you out. You know, but you so, already know. I'm just, you know, what I mean, you know, what I mean, bring you back out to Piedmont. But that being said, what's the biggest reform you want to see in All Star Weekend next year? What's the thing you just want to see? Just to bring it full circle before we get to real one of the week. What's the biggest reform I'd like to see with All Star Weekend? Um, yes, anything. It could be on or off the floor. It could be anything. I mean, I don't know. I've been to an All Star Weekend in so long. I would just say. Try to vet the people. You can't do that because it's a start. Like, it's a start. Nobody nobody wants to go out there and see uh, a, a me in the skills competition. Nobody wants to see that. Like, Put they some respect see, on your name, bro. They want to see Anthony Edwards and those dudes. They want to see the stars. And so it's hard. Like, I, man, try, the, the biggest reform would be somehow, some way, if we're going to have this massive weekend, and, and I always love the All-Star weekend, like, let's figure out a way to kind of get these dudes to understand that they got to put forth some sort of effort, man. Like, let's put forth some sort of effort. Those, I don't, I'm not the old curmudgeon dude. I'm not the old get off my lawn. I'm not doing that right now. But that would be what I would want, was like, give us some effort. Like, if, if you don't want to be in the skills competition, anybody, and you're going to jog it, don't do it. Just say no to it. If, you know what I'm saying? Like, just say no. I don't want to compete in that. And if, like, honestly... You know, I don't, I don't know. With the game, I don't know what you do. But I would say the same thing. Like, the dog, if you don't want to go out there and really play, like, be like an honorary, like, just wave at motherfuckers over there, dog. Like, you ain't got to play. <laughs> get, <laughs> your, get your digital camera and be like, oh, yeah, do yeah, that. Be right there. Yeah, yeah. I don't have the answer for it, Logan. That was, I don't know. But I just need a little more competitiveness, a little more competition for me, please. Right, let's get to real one of the week. I currently don't have one, so I'm just going to throw it your way, Roger. You go first. Who's your Ooh, real, one real one of the week? Man, you know, Justin Fields. Mm. Justin Fields from the Chicago Bears. The reason the reason he's a real one of the week. I mean, I I I happen to know like he trains with with my son's trainer down here in 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 Fort Lauderdale, but the the unfollowing of the Bears and the NFL um not not out of any petty reason or any kind of like new age we've broken up reason, but he basically said, "Look, I don't want my timeline flooded with with me being traded every two minutes and and whether, you know, Caleb or this and that, like it's going to be what it's going to be for Justin Fields. He doesn't control it. Um, so 
understanding that it ain't good for his mental health to see that all the time and be flooded with shit that he doesn't control and disconnecting from it. I'm with that. So, and then not being afraid to say that, like, ah, this is what I did. This is why I did it. I don't want, I don't want football all over my timeline right now. I can respect that real one. I just want to say, just take a time out to respect the fact that you are an evolved human that are saying, I'm giving someone real one of the week because they unfollowed two accounts on Instagram. I just want to say, <laughs> It's really big of you, you know? It's really big. It's a win for Generation X. It's Generation X, man. There you go. It's you a win it. for you guys. Shout out to you. Um, okay. I'm going to go with Antonio Pierce. Since we're sticking to football, I'm going to go with Antonio Pierce, who um, this could also just blow up in the Raiders' face, but, you know, we're here. So he just, you know, he went at, uh, he said that he's going to have Jordan rules for uh, for Pat Mahomes. And the and the rest of the the Chiefs. Ooh. I'm gonna give you a direct quote. I don't even know if you read it, but I'm gonna say it. He said, did this on the Max on Max Crosby's podcast. We, we've got the Jordan rules, and that's and what I'm calling from now on, as long as I'm here, the Pat Mahomes rule. So you remember when Jordan was going through it with the Pistons, all those guys in the '80s before he became Michael Jordan and Air Jordan, and the Pistons used to whoop his ass. That's what's gonna happen. Basically, paraphrasing. All right, with Pat Mahomes. I don't know. This is probably going to blow up in the Raiders' face. I mean, that sounds but, dangerously close to like the Sean Payton, like, like yeah, yeah. You know what I mean, like, I don't, you know, I don't know if you want to be. I don't saying think that. he's going to. You know, I think he's just going to. You know, I don't know. I just, I just really what was that bounty gate. Now you're gonna, you're making me like kind of just reconsider my rule of the week. <laughs> but I'm going to stick with it. I'm going to push through. All right, and um, going to go with uh, Antonio Pierce just for showing some heart. You know, the Raiders have not showed a lot of heart over the last few years. And, you know, we did something that the 49ers didn't do this year. Beat Mahomes. But, <laughs> but you know, just happy that the Raiders have shown some heart. And we'll see what happens. Probably another 8-8 eight and eight season on the way. Or 8-9 and nine season on the way. But, you know, let's, let's see what we got. Um <laughs> Ron's just letting me go. He's just go. letting me go. Where, where are He's we going letting, now? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, you know what? That's been another edition of Real Ones. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. We'll see you guys next week with Howard Beck, who's probably going to finally bring some order to this podcast. Make sure you guys um, are uh, sending in your mailbag questions to real ones mailbag at gmail.com we will uh answer your questions next week all that shit ah all the shit enjoy your weekend talk soon bye Must be 21 years and older and president in select states. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with the Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com backslash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Kentucky, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, Vermont, and Virginia. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777, or visit ccpg.org backslash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700, or visit KS Gambling Help in Kansas, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana, visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.NET in West Virginia, 
or call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gamblinghelplinema.org or call 1-800-327-5050 for 24-7 support in Massachusetts or call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY in New York. This episode is brought to you by Lululemon. Guys, if you're ready for a new pair of pants, try one of Lululemon's ABC pants. They're made to make you look and feel good. And there's lots of different styles to choose from. My favorite, because I walk around LA every day, I like the joggers. I'm not jogging, I'm just walking fast. But if you're working out, I would try them out. And if you want something a little sleek, maybe business-like, maybe try the ABC Slim Fit Trouser. But I am a joggers guy. I just... Once COVID happened, I was just like, I'm, I want to wear jogging pants and joggers and all kinds of soft pants as much as I possibly can, especially when I'm working out. Ultra comfortable and versatile. ABC pants are really in a league of their own. Buy a pair right now at lululemon.com. 